Hello guys, Joel Kingsley here. So this podcast is going to be on the topic of the problem with Christian contemporary music. So let's begin. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.5, It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. Singing and listening to music is an important part of a Christian's life. In fact, the Bible tells us to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. The Bible says in Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. But when you look at the Christian music of today, you really have a doubt of what, if any, the the songs try to teach and admonish. This current day Christian music is collectively known as Christian contemporary music and more popularly CCM. So here are the three major problems with CCM. Number one, intentionally uncontroversial, therefore shallow. This is the primary way by which CCM stands apart from traditional hymns and spiritual songs of the past. The main philosophy behind CCM is to be accepted by people of any belief and doctrine. It should be accepted by any denomination, be it Baptists, Protestants, Catholics, Jehovah Witnesses, and Mormons, etc. The question would be, why would they want to do that? I'll tell you why. Money and fame. People part of the CCM industry do not want to to offend anybody by supporting any doctrine that is believed by a specific denomination. If they do offend them, then they would end up losing their following and from that de- denomination and therefore lose the money that they could make from concert tickets and CDs from them. Another important thing about songs is that, believe it or not, they teach us doctrine. Songs like Amazing Grace, for example, talk about the grace of God that saved us. The Amazing Grace, the lyrics it reads, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. T'was blind, was, but now I see. Here the lyrics reads that we are saved. It says, saved. It doesn't say that we are being saved, which would make salvation a process, but it says that we are saved, which means it is a one-time event. And more importantly, saved is a term which is in fact used in the Bible in regards to escaping hell. There are some denominations which believe that salvation is a process. To them, this hymn would fly in the face of the doctrine because the Bible clearly says that you are saved. When you take example of CCM, let's take an example of Who Am I, which is a song by Casting Crowns. You would see that there is really nothing in it that would offend any denomination whatsoever. For example, the lyrics of who am i it reads who am i that the lord of all the earth would care to know my name would care to feel my hurt who am i that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart if you look at this verse i'm not saying that none of this is biblical because jesus is in fact called the morning star in the bible the problem is not with what they say the problem is with what they don't say The problem is not that people are not getting offended. The problem is that by writing songs that don't offend anyone, you're not really standing for anything. 
the shallow lyrics makes the listeners remain ignorant about many vast majority of the bible so the question is why would i want to listen to and support something from someone who's deliberately trying to hide certain things from me that's the question so the second reason why why there is a problem with ccm the second reason is ccm is patterned to the world before the 1960s if you walked into a random bible believing church with your eyes closed you could easily know where you are even before the preacher even opens his mouth the ambience of the church was so different back then so that you could definitely know the difference between a church and a secular concert for example when you look at the situation right now in contrast if you walk into a non denomination church today with your eyes wide open the service might even end without you having any idea what's whatsoever whether you are in a rock concert or a church ccm is patterned to attract people who are into secular music this started with the jesus jesus movement revival back in the 1960s with hippies who called themselves jesus people uh when it comes to the bible what does the bible say about this the bible says in 2 corinthians 6:14 to 18 be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness and what concord hath christ with belial what part that hath he that believeth with an infidel and what agreement hath the temple of god with idols For ye, are we, for ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and ye shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among, wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. The Bible here commands Christians to be separated from the ways of this world. Moreover, it says that there is no concord that Christ has with Belial. Belial being the devil in the Bible. Then why do you think music from Christian rejecting devil worshiping rock stars could be used to make Christian songs? It doesn't make any sense, my friend. In the plan to make Christian music more patterned to the world, the gaps are being bridged between it and music bed made by the devil last but not the least the third problem with ccm is that it has sissified singers the singers who sing these types of songs in ccm they almost look like queers and this is of course directly from the secular rock music because many rock musicians they look like queers or many times they are queers and ccm tries to emulate them so christian music today is overly emotional to the point that it feels disgusting even to non christians uh, let me t- give you an excerpt from a book called why men hate going to church by david burrow the beginning of quote picture two male hunters sitting at a duck blind shotguns resting across their laps one hunter decides to express his affection for the other Using the words of a popular praise song, he turns to his friend and says, Hey buddy, your love is extravagant. Your friendship 
It is intimate. I feel I'm moving to the rhythm of your grace. Your fragrance is intoxicating the secret place. End of quote. So those are the lyrics to a worship song. Murrow goes on to write, I cannot imagine saying these words to another man, especially one carrying a loaded shotgun. And not only that, even hymns like Amazing Grace are retuned to be too emotional, which makes the men in the pew cringe. The point of this article is not to condemn you and shame you for listening to CCM. In fact, before college, I used to be a guy who listened to the same music that I condemned here. The main issue that I wanted to cover is that by listening to and singing pop Christian music, you're subliminally making yourself shallow and ecumenical when it comes to the Christian faith. Music is spiritual. If it wasn't, I wouldn't even bother to make an entire post warning you about its dangers. Satan himself, the Bible says, is transformed into an angel of light, and he was an angel of music. But at the same time, there are many other hymns and spiritual songs that are not patterned to the world, which you can definitely go ahead and sing and listen to. In fact, the longest book in the Bible is the book of Psalms, which was actually sung. So that is all I have for you this uh, this podcast. So see you next time.